WXDX FM, Pittsburgh. Can you be the greatest of all time without winning a championship? My answer is no. You don't have to win many, but you got to win one. If Dan Marino had won one Super Bowl, just one, he'd be the greatest quarterback of all time. Marino put up huge numbers. He's probably the best ever pure passer of the football. Light years ahead of, say, Joe Montana and Tom Brady. But Joe Montana won four Super Bowls and was MVP in three. Brady has won five Super Bowls and was MVP in four. Montana and Brady have great stats too. Most feel that Montana and Brady are better than Marino because winning is part of the standard. But I'd take Marino over Montana or Brady, over Brett Favre and Terry Bradshaw too. Marino was better than lots of quarterbacks who won rings. I don't know if Alexander Ovechkin cares about his legacy. I suspect he does. Ovechkin's legacy needed that Stanley Cup. Despite scoring 607 regular season goals en route to 800, Ovechkin was going to be remembered as the guy that never won, just like Dan Marino. Sick Again brought to you by 84 Lumber, helping you build the right way since 1956. A lot of big-time athletes have never won a championship. Dan Marino is the most glaring example. If you Google that, his name comes up first and most often. But in baseball, you've got Ty Cobb, Ted Williams, Ken Griffey Jr., and Barry Bonds. you got that wide receivers club, guys like Terrell Owens and Randy Moss. Antonio Brown will be in that group someday. Can you be the GOAT without a championship? What do you think? 4 one 2 3 3 3 WXDX. I also want to reset with a couple questions to the first hour. Is Alexander Ovechkin now among the top five non-goalies in the history of hockey? Or, or maybe top ten? And who's the best Russian NHLer of all time? Is it Ovechkin? Is it Evgeny Malkin? Eric tweets, Pavel Dotsuk, best Russian player Nobody handles the puck like he did or does. Yeah, numbers don't agree. G-O-A-T, the numbers supersede the eye test. And I, I think Malkin looks pretty good out there, and so does Ovi, and I would take both over Pavel Dotsuk. Uh, but getting back to the notion of needing to win a championship to be eligible for consideration as the greatest of all time, in a sport. What happens these days in, with the cap and with free agency, veterans who haven't won hop from team to team to try and poach a championship, like Ray Bork, that sassy old nickel-dime hooker. Ted Williams and Ty Cobb, though, they played for just one team. Barry Bonds played for two. Dan Marino played for Miami and nobody else. There's honor in sticking with one team and making the best of it, win or lose. But honor isn't a stat, and it's not a trophy. I thought Ken Griffey Jr. only played for two teams. Seattle at the beginning and at the end, and Cincinnati in between. But when he left Cincinnati, 
He went to the Chicago White Sox at the deadline one year when he thought they might win, and of course they did not. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Okay, let's compare Ovechkin and Malkin. Ovi has played 1,003 regular season games, scored 607 goals, has 1,122 points, three MVPs, and he scored 50 goals or more seven times. In 121 playoff games, he has 61 goals and 117 points. He has one Stanley Cup and one playoff MVP. Evgeny Malkin, 784 regular season games, 370 goals, 930 points. One MVP got over 100 points three times. In 158 playoff games, uh, Gino got 62 goals and 165 points. He's won three Stanley Cups and has one playoff MVP. That is pretty close. Gino's been a better playoff performer, but Ovi scores all those goals and goals, again, I got to say, are the most valuable of hockey currencies. Gino's a better all-around player, and he's a center. That matters. Centers are more important than wings. Uh, Ovi's at 1.12 points per game. Gino's at 1.22 points. In the playoffs, Ovi's at 0.97 points per game. Gino's at 1.04. Now today, right this second, people are going to say Ovi's better because these playoffs are fresh in their minds, but I think it's too close to call at this point. I'll be honest, though. I think Ovi's going to wind up getting the nod over Gino simply because there's no way you're going to be able to argue with 800 goals. There's no way you're going to be able to argue with the second highest goal total in NHL history, trailing only Wayne Gretzky. I think ultimately... Alexander Ovechkin will be remembered as the greatest Russian NHLer of all time. But right now, right now, if you made me pick one right this second, despite what happened just last night, I would go with Evgeny Malkin. If you're going to ask me who I'd take for my team, boy, you might not like that answer because I'm a big fan of goals, a big fan of guys who score goals. Although Gino scores a lot too, but Ovi, those goal scoring numbers are just overwhelming. In this day and age, beyond overwhelming. Uh, I hesitate to bring this up, but it's funny, so here goes. The president, Donald Trump, wants to pardon Muhammad Ali. Now, the problem is Muhammad Ali has no criminal record, and he's dead. Uh, I guess the guy who didn't go to Vietnam wants to pardon the other guy who didn't go to Vietnam, thus forgiving himself in an abstract sense. Let's go to Colin in Vandergriff. Colin. You're on with Double M. Oh. Uh, hello, Mark. Hi, Colin. Um, hey, I just want to answer your question about, like, uh, do you need to win a championship in order to consider one of the greatest? In my opinion, I think you shouldn't, but unfortunately people look at championships as everything. Yeah, I mean, and people look at championships and stats. They mm-hmm. don't consider the eye test enough. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, eye test is judgment. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be the primary factor, but it should be a factor, don't you think? Yeah, but then when I mean, you also like you like getting into like all those like greats who never win, like Marcel Dion and like Joe Perot, Joe Thornton, like all those other guys. 
Like those are some people who consider one of the greatest of all time. No, no question, but sometimes when all-time greats don't win a championship, that's not coincidence either. Like Terrell Owens has those great numbers. It is not a coincidence he's never won a championship. Same with Randy Moss. Yeah. But, I mean, guys like you mentioned, hockey guys like Marcel Dion and Gilbert Peyro, uh, that's true. And Gilbert Peyro played his whole career with one team, Buffalo, got to one Stanley Cup final. But Marcel Dion bounced from team to team near the end of his career trying to win a cup and couldn't do it. 412-333-9939. Up next, I really don't care what else he brings to the table. Hopefully he can shed light on the Kingdom Come comeback. He is the brother of Kingdom Come guitarist Dan Stagg. He is the king of old school John Steigerwald here on 105.9. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. All hail Finn, all hail Mark Madden. I think that says a lot about my integrity. I love it. I think it's great. Achtung, baby. The X at 105.9. I'm joined now in studio by the king of old school, John Steigerwald. And Stagg, before we get to the mundane sports talk, uh, Kingdom Come that great metal band from the 80s featuring guitarist Dan Steigerwald is mounting a comeback. They'll be at Jurgles in Warrendale October 17th. And it's my understanding that uh, you have breaking news about the band's lineup. Well, I don't know if it's breaking news. I just heard about it today, and it looks... Uh, I uh, the, the advertisement that I saw, it has uh, introducing... What's his name? Uh, oh, Keith St. John. Yeah. It's yeah. the entire original band minus the singer. Yeah. Which is shocking because Lenny Wolf, the singer who I've met, you've met, and he's kind right. of a dink, right. uh, owned the name and said there was no more Kingdom Come. Well, he had a band called Kingdom Come in Germany. The, uh, right, that had none of the guys yeah, we're talking yeah. about, just him and a, yeah. and a bunch of fillings. And my brother made the band anyway, so, you know, his, well, his, his guitar playing, so no, what's the difference? Great guitar player. Yeah. And wrote the songs, if memory serves. Some of them, too. yeah, he was involved in some Well, him right. and JB. Yeah. Well, I'm looking forward to that. That's October 17th at Jerkles. We'll have Dan on the show, Dotless, oh, between yeah. now and then. And, and as I said, when I was in World Championship Wrestling... Get it on the hit by King to Come was my walk up music. Yeah, I was I was driving. Well, actually, I didn't have to walk very far. I was down in spring training uh, many years ago and got riding somewhere, and I heard on the radio a song by Kingdom Come. It's pretty cool, and I'm you know I'm down in Florida, and the song ends, and the disc jockey comes on and says that is the number one requested song in South Florida. Uh, What's it called? Auto touch or um, no? Get it on. Was no, the big no but this was another one. Touch something. Um, uh, something with the word it touch in it. touching. Yes, but that, that was the number. That uh, uh, another song off the album was the number one requested song in South well, Florida. It, it was so time. good, people thought it was Led Zeppelin yep. performing under a, a different name, yep. doing a a shadow comeback. And it's funny now, Greta Van Fleet. They yeah. sound like Zeppelin. These twenty year old kids. That's a criticism. Yeah. And, but for Kingdom Come, it, it really put them over the top. Now. Uh, moving back to the world of sports, do you have to win a championship to be the greatest of all time at something? Or can you just put up great numbers and pass the eye test and be the GOAT? Here's my problem. I, I, you, I, could, I could answer that either way, but I don't, I don't think it's possible to, for anybody in any sport to be the slam dunk greatest of all time. I do you, agree. Do you, have to be, do you have to win a championship to be considered? Uh, I don't think so, because I think you could make a case for, for Dan Marino being the best quarterback ever. We, we've been talking about that all day. Yeah, and um, I, you know, uh, Trent Dilfer won a Super Bowl, and Dan Marino didn't. So I, 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 well, I, But I'll go further than that. I would take Marino over Brady or Montana. Oh, so I would mean, I. I mean, they have comparable numbers, and Marino just, to me, was the best pure passer of the ball ever. 
But winning does have to be part of the standard, I suppose. And Dan never won a Super Bowl. Yeah, and Ted Williams is a pretty good hitter. Never won a World Series. Uh, Ty you know, Cobb never yeah, won a World yeah, Series. Yeah. So, um, and it's a team sport. You know, that's it's. Uh, so, and here's the thing with Dan Marino. He was almost. I tweeted this today. Somebody brought it up. Um, what I said on Twitter was that Dan Marino is every bit as good at was every bit as good at football as Ovechkin is at hockey, and he never won a championship. Um, but Marino was sometimes too good for his own good. He would he would march he would get down the field so quickly that his defense wasn't good enough uh, to uh, they they were gassed. It was, well, uh, well, they, they, and he was at the mercy of the defense at any rate. Yeah, yeah. But what I'm saying is, you know, you, his you, own defense. It's all. It seems strange to say you score too much. But if it happens fast and every game you're in a shootout that could go either way at the end and you get into the playoff situation, that's when you don't win a championship. Now, how much did Ovechkin help his legacy by winning the Stanley Cup last night? Well, in in just he won a Stanley Cup, so he didn't he hadn't done that before. It didn't help him as far as I'm concerned. The way I looked at it was I, I when when he got up this morning, he was no better today than he was yesterday morning well, well, when he right. got up. And, and, and it doesn't make him better than Sid. It doesn't make him no. better than Malkin, maybe even but it's good for him the same way well, it would they have can. been. It would have been good for Marino because right. Marino, to a lot of people, is just the guy who never won. And imagine and how sick unfair, he gets to hear that. That's how people think of it. Yeah, imagine how sick he gets to hearing that. And they, and they can't hang that on Ovechkin anymore. That's why uh, he was pretty excited last night. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sure he's. I mean, just imagine over time back in Russia, uh, how many times he has to hear mumblings about it, whether he happens to be in his car and hearing it on a talk show or somebody. Mentions it in an interview. I think they're just more worried in Russia about being poisoned. Well, that too, but he, but uh, he, he, well, maybe maybe he wants. Does this reduce his chances of being poisoned? I I think having won the cup. I I guarantee you, there'll be a picture of Ovechkin, the cup, and Putin. Oh, Moscow. Oh, no question. Yeah. Now, uh, what's your general take on Ovi? He's a bit dirty, but he's an all-time great player. He never cheats you for effort or embarrasses the game. I got no problem. That's what I like the best about him. The guy. I mean, he plays out of his mind. He's he's a lot like Sidney Crosby in that way. Uh, whatever you get out of Sidney Crosby, you might you might get games where he goes into a, a some kind of a slump or a drought. Uh, but you're you you never will see Sidney Crosby not producing because he's not trying. And it's the same with Ovechkin. Uh, he he missed a goal. I can't remember what series it was. It might have been the Columbus series. It was a he missed an open a wide open net early in the playoffs. And it was shocked me because he would normally bury it. But and and last night when he scored the goal, uh, I I just he was wide open. I, I don't I don't get. I would do what the Penguins did and put somebody in. I I don't care about the other. I know it, it opens the other. Well, guys yeah, up. but the goal he scored last night that pass from Backstrom yeah. was over a bunch of sticks and through a bunch of legs. So if you're going to execute like that, God bless you. We're yeah. talking to John Steigerwald, the king of old school. Brought to you by Matt Mertz Plumbing. Count on a name you can trust. Stagged up. Is Ovechkin now one of the top 10 hockey players ever? And is he the greatest Russian hockey player ever? I'm talking just based on playing in the NHL, which a lot of great Russian players did not get the chance to do. Yeah, I, I know the difference. Um, I I think it, it's hard not to put him in the top 10. He's going to finish with a, a you know somewhere around 800 goals. He's scoring goals. Keep in mind, and this is another thing, this is another reason why it's impossible to pick a greatest of all time in any sport, is because of the difference in eras. And... You know he's shooting against goaltenders that that look like the Michelin Man, as opposed to 
guys only 20 years ago, 25 years ago, even Lemieux, you look, you ever see a picture of John Van Beesbrook in, in between the pipes? He's well, like even five, Ken nine. Dryden, Ken Dryden was six foot four, but the pads were so much smaller. Yeah. It's like Mario said when he came back. I remember this very vividly. When he came back, I asked him what the biggest difference was, you know, out there once the game yep. started. He goes, I can't see the net. Yeah. The goalie totally obscures the net. Yeah. And so you just got to shoot it and hope it caroms off something that goes in. But uh, so I, that's what I mean. Because of the those kinds of differences, there's so many differences in football and baseball that to pick a guy and say he's the greatest of all time and 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 say that there's no discussion about it, uh, that's what gets me annoyed. Well, now, now here's I, a, not here's true. a fair question: Who's better, Ovechkin or Malkin? Well, I put it here's how I would put it to you, and I don't know the answer to this because I, I don't know the answer to that. Um, I think it, you're. I think I call it a tie. I know that sounds like a cop out, but if you were starting a team tomorrow. Uh, and you had a choice. Who, a, which one would you pick? It's a tough call because center is more important than right, wing. Right, And Malkin's a better all-around player, but goals are the most valuable currency in Especially hockey. Especially now. Here, here's what I would say right this second, even in the wake of Ovi having won yeah. last night and the MVP of the playoffs too. I think Malkin has done more up till now, but I think if Ovechkin scores 800 career goals, there's no way to say he's not the best Russian NHLer ever. That's a good way to put it. Uh, I, that's, and, that, and that's the way I try to put it when people want to have discussions about uh, the greatest of all time, especially the people that I saw play. I look at them and I try to put the the guy from the modern era back in the earlier era, or the guy in the and earlier era versa. up now, and try to imagine them playing against in, in those in the conditions that exist today, as opposed to when they played and. Ovechkin has have uh, what? How many goals would Ovechkin have scored in 1987? He might have scored 90 goals. Yeah, but he wouldn't have had the same stick. He wouldn't have had the same skates, like you said. Okay, yeah. It, it really is tough to cross over uh, when you compare players from era to era. Now, Mark Andre Fleury did not have a good final, and I'm not blaming him because he, he's the reason they were there. Right. But by way of continuing the argument that never ends. Matt Murray did better in his two finals than Flurry did in this one, didn't right. he? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, watching the, this this final, though, I the, he got there. There were times when he was left the, left hanging out there to dry a lot, and I I I think the capital speed really got to the to Vegas, and um, I saw lots Why of wide the open guys. Speed combined with physicality. Yeah, and yeah. I think I think Vegas ran out of gas. I, it was like they hit a wall in the final. Right. And Vegas didn't score enough goals. You know, what would have happened if... Well, now that was star power. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, mean, Vegas had Ovi, Kuznetsov, Backstrom, Oshie, each of whom would have been Vegas' most talented offensive player. Right. Talent. I mean, Carlson got 40-some-odd goals, but he was hurt in the final. It was just overwhelming for Vegas. When when they didn't get the team scoring, they were going to get barely any scoring. Right, and... and I mean, how much different would that game have been? What game would it have been? Game uh, four, at the early part of that game, Vegas was controlling the game. They they were in front of the net. I think they had two shots with open nets and missed. Oh, them. James Neal missed the gimme. Yeah, well, yeah. I thought the turning point was when uh, Holtby made that save at the end of game two. If Vegas ties the game and oh, then they could game. win it in overtime, they're up two games to none. And then Washington, I don't know if they come all the way back from that. Now, here's a. Almost unique situation. Washington's coach is a free agent stag, Barry Trotz. Mm-hmm. They did not trust him with an extension before the season. <laughs> if you're Trotz, what would you do now? Obviously, they want him back, but opportunity would knock in any number of places at this point 
I'm certain. Well, do I want money or do I want another a chance to win another cup? What do I want more? Well, they're going to have a tough time next year because John Carlson's a free agent, the defenseman, and he ain't coming back. And what jobs are open for me if I'm trying? Well, only one now, the New York Islanders, but we had uh, we had a, a guest yesterday from NHL.com, Chris Johnston, who said that at least one team has said to him off the record they would fire their coach and hire Trotz. Well, I, I think uh, I have a feeling he goes back there. For a lot of money. Yeah, yeah a lot of money. I, I, a lot well, more money than he's I making now. Yeah. I mean, I would feel hard done by because they made him a lame duck. And by the way, to win as a lame duck coach is a tremendous accomplishment. Oh, yeah. But, well, uh, you know, he hey, he just won the cup. And uh, would you feel badly about starting next season with that team? Well, they won't win again, though. Losing no. the number one defenseman is really going to be a hard thing. What's their, to... I don't know what their cap situation is to try to fix that. or. Well, you know you know what the ironic part's going to be? Carlson, you know where I bet he goes? Vegas. They have a ton of cap room, and they need a number one defenseman. That would be interesting. If Carlson had switched teams in this final, Vegas might do you think, well have won. Do you think the fans in Vegas are aware that they could go 16, 20 years without ever seeing the final again? I don't think they even considered the possibility of losing last night. No, I don't think they did either. Now, you know what makes the Stanley Cup especially great? Uh, you can drink from it. You can't <laughs> drink from any other trophy in big-time North American sports. I mean, the World Series trophy, all those flags, you can take an eye out. Right, right. I, and then the other thing about it is is that um, I have a picture of my mother in, individually and my dad individually standing with the Stanley Cup as it was sitting on the dining room table in the house where I grew up. Now, you know, and, and what's amazing, you said... You said that there's going to be a picture of, of Putin with Ovechkin in the cup. When I see that picture, every time I see it, I, I think of when I walked in my house in Scott Township on a Saturday afternoon in 1992, I think it was, and the Stanley Cup was sitting on the dining room table where I started eating dinner when I was six or seven years old. And so there's no... no, no it, there's, it is great the way the trophy travels. There's nothing like that. And so, I mean, every time I see it, I, it, was, in my, it was in my dining room. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Now, Pittsburgh fans aren't happy to see Washington win. No. But it should remind everybody the Penguins are not far off. I think you can make the argument that Pittsburgh gave Washington its toughest battle. I think so, and I and I think next year it's going to be the same thing. Um, they're, they're bound to run into each other in the playoffs, and it's going to be anybody. And just as it was this year, as, as I said from the beginning, who do you think is going to win? I said anybody who thinks they can predict Who's going to win? It's a fifty-fifty proposition. Flip a coin, you got a chance of being right. It just there's no way, and it would be the same thing next year, assuming that uh, the Capitals make up for some of the losses and who I don't know who the coach is going to be. But well, you know what? Like Pierre Maguire said earlier today, uh, it, it'll be tough if they lose Carlson, but the Capitals lost five regulars from last year's team that were thought to be significant and. And came back. Yeah, weren't they supposed to be not won a the factor cup. this year because of that? Well, yeah. I think people were just used to them underachieving yeah. to think that it would turn out any different. Okay, to get back to our earlier conversation, greatest of all time. Yeah. Uh, considering your hesitation because of, you know, comparing across eras, greatest baseball player ever, greatest football player ever, greatest hockey player ever, greatest basketball player ever. Babe Ruth, Jim Brown, Mario Lemieux, and I'll go with LeBron James because. You could write what I know about the NBA on the head of a pin, but I'll I'll go with the with the current guy. You know it's funny. My list has two of the same four, so great minds, etc., yeah. etc. I have Jim Brown and Mario Lemieux. Mm-hmm. I have Barry Bonds for baseball, and I was going to say LeBron for basketball, but I said Will Chamberlain. Oh no, I actually was I was 
uh, promoting Wilt Chamberlain last week on Twitter. I figured you'd get mad at me because he played 100 years ago, but... Um, no, no, no. Here's my logic. And this is and what... I- and now, the super genius, Mark Madden. It is Stan, the man Gable, Gravitas. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing good. The X at 105.9. Double M on the X. Glad we got that Kingdom Come uh, rumor sorted out. Kingdom Come will be playing at Jurgles in October. And it features the whole original lineup, including guitarist Dan Steigerwald, brother of all them Steigerwalds, just a different singer. Hey, I just want to hear the songs. If Journey could do it, Kingdom Come could do it. And Led Zeppelin should have done it. Not with the same name, but that's with Jimmy Page and... Jonesy and the bottom kid should have done. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Looking for those hockey calls. Haven't had time to take many. We could take some of this segment if you line them up. Is Ovi now a top 10 player of all time? Is Ovi now the top Russian NHLer of all time? I think Malkin still noses him out just a little bit, but I think Ovi, if he scores 800 goals, well, how are you going to deny 800 goals. Unless Malkin wins another cup or two, and Ovi does not. And there are guys that, that are in the mix. I kind of laughed when a tweet said Dotsuk should be counted among, and I just don't see him in the class with Ovi and Malkin, but I'll tell you, Sergei Fedorov was, and Pavel Bure was, and they both nailed Kornikova. Not at the same time. I, I don't think. In fact, I'm pretty sure that Bore and Kornikova were doing it behind Fedorov's back. I've seen Gino's wife. He's doing pretty good. Adorable kid, too. And uh, Ovi, I don't know if he's married, but whoever his woman is is pregnant. So I'd get ready to call the orthodontist. Ah, hey, if only my mother had done that. I'd be a TV star instead of just some radio geek. Um... So, game four of the NBA Finals tonight, if I'm LeBron James, I just roll over and die. And he's done it before. Remember his first stay in Cleveland ended with him pretty much tanking an elimination game against Boston. Hey, there's no point extending this misery. It's three games to none. You're going to beat, you're not going to beat Golden State four straight games. Just get it over with and take your brand elsewhere. Now, I think LeBron James is probably the greatest basketball player of all time, even though I just moments ago said Wilt Chamberlain. But I've gone from being pro-LeBron to being anti-LeBron. I've never seen an athlete more totally and comprehensively make it all about himself. He destroyed the Cavaliers in this his last year by making all those dumbass deals as de facto GM. He ran Kyrie Irving out of town and made Kevin Love have a nervous breakdown. So don't tell me he's a good teammate. Good player, yes, not a good teammate. And Cleveland would have been better off by saying to Kyrie Irving, stay and telling LeBron to go. Would have been better off. There's reports LeBron's going to go to L.A., which, which would be the smart move, by the way, if he wants to extend his brand beyond basketball. Some say Houston Kevin Durant just said today he's going to re-sign with Golden State. He had a short deal there. If LeBron would go to Golden State, the NBA should, I mean, how could they stop it? 
but it would make the whole notion of the league stupid. Heck, with the same teams meeting in the final for four straight years now, it's plenty stupid as it is. Pirates are losing 3-1 in the seventh at Wrigley. Uh, Sean Rodriguez stinks, obviously. But one guy in baseball is having a worse season. Wait to hear this. Chris Davis, the first baseman for Baltimore. His slash line is 152, 232, 232. And unlike Rodriguez, he is playing every day. Every day with that slash line. Uh, He used to be a big-time power hitter, but now he has four home runs against 81 strikeouts. According to the advanced metric WAR, W-A-R, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Say it again. Uh, Wins above replacement. Davis is on pace to have the worst season of all time. Uh, I wish Rodriguez played more, so... Rodriguez could give Davis a run for his money. Let's go to Jason in the car. Jason, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. Uh, one comment about Ovechkin in the top ten of all time. Uh, I, I got to believe he's there just because of his production and goal scoring in an era where scoring in general is down. He very well could finish second all time in goals in playing in this era. Yeah, I, I've been saying that. And if you're going to say Bobby Hull's up there because of his goals and Gordy Howe's up there because of his goals and Rocket Richard's up there because of his goals, what happens when Ovi scores more goals? And and then I know Yager has a ton of goals, and I, I always say that's due mostly to longevity. But, but 800, we're not talking 500. That used to be the, the magic number for the Hall of Fame. We're not talking 600. We're not talking 700. We're talking 800. So I don't know how he could be denied. I, I, I think the top four right now are Lemieux, Gretzky, uh, excuse me, if I have to put them in order, Lemieux or Gretzky and Sid. And Ovi could wind up slotting in the number five. That is not unimaginable. Let's go to Matt on the south side. Matt, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. Uh, so I think that, the Stanley Cup, the trophy itself, is by some distance the best trophy in sports. The yes. tradition of the way it's presented, each guy skates around with it. Tough to beat. But I tell you, I love in like the, the Champions League final, the whole team gathers around. There's like this building, 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 and the captain hoists it above it's his It's very similar. It's just, it's just the whole team's gathered around instead of the captain being there with, with Gary Bettman. But, yeah, it is very exciting. But but I think the way they skate the cup and the way there's nuances like Ovi goes with goes with Backstrom way back when when Fetisov won the cup in Detroit he took a lap with Igor Larionov the two old campaigners for the Soviet yeah. national team uh, you know I, I said earlier that it's always the same but it's different and and sometimes it means a lot like if it's your team I bet Penguin fans could name the order that the cup passed player to player. The last two years. Last night, I, I watched the, the skate, and I know Ovi gave it to Backstrom. I have no idea who got it after that. Somebody said that Orpik got it third. Is that right? Uh, and if so, deservedly so. And says a lot about the respect the Capitals have for Brooks, who was the conscience of the Penguin uh, dressing room, and I'm sure it's the same in D.C. Uh, a lot of people giving me stick because on Twitter, I congratulated Brooks and Niski for winning. 
Oh, Brooks took that cheap shot at Mata. Niski took that cheap shot at Sid. I didn't like it when those things happened, but uh, every team has guys who do it. The Penguins still have guys who have done it. You know what I mean? Life's too short to just hate forever based on one incident, especially when, you know, I know the guys. You don't. Although, Eddie Johnston, when Niski hit Sid, said, what happened to Niski? He played like a bleep when he was here, and I'm sure you get the idea. 412-333-9939. In just a moment, I'll talk to Bob McLaughlin. We got Pierre McGuire at 530. I'm Mark Madden, 105.9. Now the super genius, Mark Madden. Go ahead, you can say it because it's true. It's damn true. Hey, Mark, love the show. Thank you for making my day. Yeah. The X at 105.9. Double M on the X. Joined out by Bob McLaughlin. Bob brought to you by 84 Lumber. Bob, uh, is Ovechkin now a top 10 player of all time, having won the Stanley Cup? And what does last night do for his legacy? Yeah, top 10 easily, Mark. I would agree with you on that one. Um, by the time it's all done, you said what's well, no, Is he top th- 10 now, or is he destined to be top 10? Oh, I think he's... Because th- mm, if he's top 10 now, I would th- and you think Malkin's better, do you think Malkin's better? No, because here's why. When you gave all the numbers earlier in the show... They were all so close. I mean, you're talking... Except goals. Except for goals. Exactly. And that's, you know, if you're going to throw Trump card, that's... Goals is goals still the is most it. important thing in the game. Right. And he's so far ahead um, just by number of them that that would have to put him over top. Uh, I, you know, while you were talking about that, I looked it up on, on the internet. Ken Campbell of the Hockey News did a story on the greatest Russians last year. He has Malkin at number one. He's got Fedorov at two. He's got... Ovechkin at three. Oh, and it was a one-sentence thing after Ovechkin. Scores goals by the bunches. No one has ever scored like him. But no Stanley Cup and never out of the second round. Father time is catching up. <laughs> yeah, and last night undoes a lot of that criticism. Wipe see, all that I, away. I would say Ovi... See, it's weird. I feel like Ovi should be in the top ten now. But I don't feel like Malkin is. And I think Malkin right this second has a better resume than Ovi. But I think once Ovi gets to 800 goals... He's the best Russian NHLer ever and a top five player of all time. Agreed. Um, it's funny. You quickly asked this question of yourself, I think, earlier and then never got to it. If you were going to start a team, would you take Malkin or would you take Ovechkin? Well, Like right now at this time. Okay. My first player selected without knowing who else it would have on the roster. Right. Malkin because he's a center. Got it. I think he's a better playmaker, much better playmaker I try to also. take Crosby. Well... <laughs> Over each. <laughs> well, it'd have to be Krasbisky if we're trying to do Russian players. But yeah, I would take Malkin also. If I was trying to start a team, um, I would take Gino. Well, I expect Crosby to play in the KHL at some point to live the free life. Um, can you be the greatest of all time in a sport without having won a championship? No. Um, very interesting. Some of the points that John Steigerwald brought up with you. And my simple explanation is that it's all about getting those championships. So you have to get one. Well, so you really weight that heavily then. I I do. I do. And I understand the Marino argument. Um, well, well, my point is I weight it fairly heavily, but it's not a be all end all. For example, I understand that Marino can't be the greatest ever because he never won even one. I think if he had won one, I could rate him ahead of Brady in Montana. Sure. And I really know, if you made me, uh, going back to a question you asked a moment ago, if I could pick one quarterback in his prime for my team, I'd pick Marino over Montana 
or Brady or just about anybody else. But that's a different question than saying who's the greatest of all time. No, absolutely. And the thing about that, Mark, is that, uh, you know, if he's going to be top 10, Ovechkin checks all the boxes. Some of them he's so weighted heavily on. And now with that championship and, you know, up until last night, I was having an argument whether it was going to be Kuznetsov or whether it was going to be Ovi for the Conn Smythe. But when Ovi drew the penalty last night and then he comes right back and he scores that power play goal, that cemented it right there, I thought. Um, it so- is weird how the Conn Smythe has kind of evolved or maybe devolved, depending on your point of view, into being current accomplishment combined with lifetime achievement. Lifetime achievement seems to be the tiebreaker. That's definitely the narrative on this one, and I've seen enough NHL people and hockey people who still think Kuznetsov should have gotten the Conn Smythe for that just because well, of the Ovi sheer numbers. deserved it as much as Kuznetsov or Holtby, but I believe the tiebreaker was lifetime achievement, and I think that gave Sid the nod the last couple of times. Sid was very deserving, but I think what set him apart, what broke the tie, was being Sidney Crosby. Absolutely agreed. It made the story for the series. It made the story for the NHL. Um, that, that series, I got into it the more and more it went on. I'm sad it was only five games. And by the time that second period rolled around last night, Mark, I was actively, enthusiastically cheering for the Vegas Golden Knights. I did not want to see Ovechkin, Wilson, and the Capitals win it. But at the end of the game, it was a good series. I enjoyed it. It was bonus hockey. It, it was, was an okay eventful series it. for only a five-game series. And I got to tell you, as I said earlier, if you're going to win the Stanley Cup and you could pick any city, you'd pick Vegas. Yeah. Uh, a guy from the Washington Post followed the Capitals around all night. And uh, they went to Hakkasa Nightclub at, uh, I believe it's MGM Grand. Bob, I've never been inside because I'm old. But I've been outside like just on a normal night. <laughs> It shakes the foundations of the casino, the the beat. It's just incredible. If you're a young guy, I, I, I kind of want how Orpic felt about going there. At, 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 uh, no offense to Orp, he's kind of a boring 37 by now. But I guess they had the times of their life. Well, he wasn't boring last night, you know, when he saw that second goal go in, waited for a second or two, and then just jade that guy, that Vegas guy in the face well after the play was over. Um, yeah, and you know what, that... <laughs> Always been my one slight criticism of Brooksy. If you're going to do that, you got to fight once Absolutely, in a while. you have to fight. And the last thing about the Vegas thing, you knew that they weren't flying home last night. They were going to celebrate that in Vegas as soon as that lady ran down to the glass and pressed those up against the glass as they were doing the skate tour. Bob, let me tell you something. A lot of people made a big deal out of the lady flashing her boobs when they were skating the cup. I've been in the trenches in Las Vegas. She wasn't even top 60%. That's Bob McLaughlin. I'm Mark Madden. In just a moment, I'm going to talk about the best trophy in sports and what makes it the best trophy. 105.9 The X.